0: Welcome to Tea with Trosper. It's your host, Alicia Howard, serving you the tea and insider details of all things Nevada. Welcome back to Tea with Trosper. As many of you know, Nevada just recently had the primaries, and here with us today is Henderson Mayor-elect Michelle Romero. Thanks for being here, Michelle. Thank you for having me. So to start off, I really want to talk about your election night. That was a big night for you. Can you walk me through that night and the emotions you're feeling?
1: Well, it was a long night. For <laughs> first I of bet. all, we it took longer than normal to get the election results in. So we were kind of all we we had friends and family that were gathered together waiting to hear the results, and we thought we would get them about eight or eight thirty. And by almost ten o'clock, we still oh wow we, we still hadn't heard anything official. Uh, we did get some unofficial. News that was really, really positive. So we felt pretty comfortable with the result, but we didn't want to celebrate too early. But it it was a great night. It was all of my, my family and friends were there with me, and they got to watch it and celebrate when we finally did get the news. And it was just a really happy relief uh, to be done and an yeah. excitement for what's coming.
0: I'm sure after this long campaign season, it was a sigh of relief to just know that, you know, you got it and you won. What does it feel like, you know, to to hear that you won or you're elect, mayor elect? <laughs> it,
1: it's, it's, it's different. It, it's taken a minute for it to sit in and and to to really feel like it's, it's, I'm done because we were campaigning for so long right. that it's hard to get out of that mode and think, okay, I can I can now actually start planning and getting getting ready for what comes next. I don't take office until January, so there's there's a good six months here that I actually can sit down and and work with people and and get processes in place for when I take office.
0: Right. And speaking of you planning ahead, I know the last time you were in the studio with Deborah, we were talking all about your past and kind of how you got into politics and like how you got to where you are today. Um, But since now that you're the new mayor-elect, I'd like to talk a little bit about the future and the vision that you have for Henderson.
1: It's a great time to be in Henderson. Henderson is booming. It's already very successful, it has great things happening, and I think we have we are primed to have that continue. But we we need to do it responsibly, right? We're we're looking at issues with water and we're running out of space to build. So we're mm-hmm. gonna look have to look at different opportunities and how that looks. So I'm interested to to start planning on that and, and, and put into practice some of the things that I've been talking about. But most important to me are probably public safety and education. So for public safety, we've already started some of the things that I want to see happen. Right. We it, it, across the country it's very difficult to recruit for police officers and firefighters. So something we're already looking at is are we competitive? What do we need to change to make sure that we that we're the Best option that people look at Henderson and look at the opportunity and look, the pay is great, the benefits are great, but it's a great community and it's a safe community as right. well. I want to make sure that we have enough officers and enough firefighters to make sure that we have the response times we need, to make sure that public safety is still number one and that we maintain our safest city de- designation. With education, I think the pandemic has brought to light a, a variety of, of issues that we face. Mm-hmm. Everywhere I go, people ask, what are we doing with education? This can't stand any longer. And so I've already begun meetings uh, on how we can address that and what we can do to best provide opportunities for the children living in Henderson and across the Valley to make sure that they have the best opportunity for the best education possible. And there are a lot of people working on this with me. And uh, I, I hope we see something, some changes here in the next coming year that uh, we've been working on for quite some time now.
0: That's really good. I know that, you know, the schooling in, in Southern Nevada has been such a hot topic of, you know, even since I was in high school, you know, break up the CCSD, it's it's too big. And so I think that's really good that you you guys are looking into doing something, you know, to help a, an issue that's been going on for so long. Um, well, speaking of that, what would you say is the most pressing issue right now in Henderson?
1: Public safety. I think the difficulty with with as fast as we're growing, right, keeping up the 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 appropriate number of, of public safety officers to to meet that demand is of top priority. Because if we're not safe, then who's going to bring you know who's going to move here? Exactly. Who's going to open their business here? Who's going to want to have their child in school? We need to make sure that we are looking at every. Every opportunity we have to be prepared and to be ready and also to have the training tools and and people necessary to to keep our city safe. Definitely. And for the listeners who aren't
0: from Southern Nevada, can you explain a little bit about what makes Henderson so different from Las Vegas?
1: Henderson, although it's growing so quickly, and we're about 340,000 people now, it still has a very small community feel. I run into people that I went to high school with all the time and we still maintain, you know, relationships with each other. We we see each other. People know their neighbors. They they want that neighborhood feel. They want that community and family feel that's different in Las Vegas. If you want to go for nightlife and clubs and and, you know, mm-hmm. that kind of entertainment, yeah. yes. Then then Las Vegas is right here and it and it's available and ready for you. But if you want a place that you can bring your family and have sporting activities and venues to, to do other kinds of things, Henderson's your place and, and you're gonna have that that small town feel with big city amenities. Right.
0: I know um just all throughout my life when I tell people I'm from I'm from Vegas, right? That's what you tell people, you know, from wherever in the country or out of the country. Um, they're like, oh, Vegas, you live in a hotel? And I'm like, no, I live in Henderson. And I say, that's the that's where the families are and the residential and the parks and the community. It's not, you know, the nightlife and the strip and all right. that. So I always refer to, yes, I live from Las Vegas, if, you know, but <laughs> Henderson, really. It's, it's better neighbor. <laughs> right. I'm like, that's where, you know, the families are. And so we don't all live in hotels. <laughs> so just a little bit more about you. Um, so I know a lot of your past, and the politics and how you came to be. But I do want to know, um, who is your idol? When you, you know, every day when you wake up,
1: who do you, who inspires you? I would have to say the person that, there's two people that most inspire me are my parents. They, they did not, they raised us to be tough. They raised us to think on our own and to know that Nothing was going to be handed to you, but nothing was impossible if you put the work in. They also taught me that you leave a place better than you found it. And there's work involved in that too. And and they, they lived that. Right. Uh, my dad has passed. My mom's still alive. My mom's still doing it. She's always... Your mom is great. I've she, met her a few times. She is great. She's always serving others. She's always looking for opportunities to make somebody else's life better. And, and you don't find that a lot anymore, and they do that every day. And so for me, I think I will have lived a good life if I can live up to, to what they expected of me. Oh, that's
0: great. Does the majority of your
1: family still live in Henderson? A lot of them do, yes. I have some brothers that live um, in other states, but some of, of my part. kids live here, and my, I have a brother who lives here yeah. and sisters. so it's, it's all good. So, this is
0: a tricky one. Would you ever see yourself moving out of Henderson? I have
1: lived here since birth and many of my grandkids live here and are moving here, so I would have to say no. <laughs> I'm going to be where my, my where the majority of my grandkids are going to be
0: because yeah. I want
1: I want to be an active part of their life as well.
0: That's amazing. Born and raised and staying your whole life. That is dedication, but Henderson is one of the cities where, you know, a lot of people are like that cuz it's so great. Um, and then also, I want to know what motivates you.
1: My grandkids. I, I mean, I want to make sure that they have the same opportunities, the same lifestyle. You know, I, I want them to grow it in a place that they can be proud of and that they can learn to give back to and to serve also. And I I would like to be that Example to them and show them that, that you can have fun and enjoy life and, and, and take advantage of all the things that, that a city has to offer you, but also that you owe something back to it to to make it better.
0: Right. Well, I love that. Have you always been a leader your life, throughout your life, or has this just kind of come to fruition later on?
1: Well, I was an oldest child, so I was so kind of, <laughs> yeah. So kind of, I was always the... the my brothers would say I was bossy, but. <laughs> Sometimes you gotta be, especially as women. Yeah, I, I was the only girl, so I had to be bossy. But I, I would, you know, I was always in, in, in student council and, and volunteering for things, so I would say I was always in leadership positions.
0: I love that. That's great. And especially especially now, as the almost mayor of Henderson, you know, you're going to be leading a, a bunch of a really good community. And so I'm really happy for you. And I'm Thank you. so thankful that you could come on and talk a little bit about it. Um, any plans for, you know, the foreseeable future until January? Or are you just going to, you know, the <laughs> councilwoman
1: duties until then? Well, I'm doing my councilwoman duties, <laughs> uh, you know, a lot. For the, for the remaining right. time until there. But um, actually, I leave Sunday to go to Harvard for a class, oh, wow. um, for a leadership class for state and local government um, executives and officials. And I'll be there for three weeks and learning, you know, how to do even better. And that is look, awesome. You know, to look for, for how you reach win-win situations, how to negotiate, how, you know, just to hone my skills and and to try to be even better. Well, that just proves you never stop learning. Yep. Got to, you know. Always stay sharp, and I'm
0: really happy for you. Thank so you. Have so much fun at Harvard. I'm sure that's going to be super interesting.
1: And thanks. Thank you.
0: As always, don't forget to rate and review us on your preferred streaming service. Subscribe. Follow us on Instagram at Trost for PR, And find us on Facebook at Trost for Public Relations. This is Alicia. Thanks for showing the two of us, and we'll catch you next time.